Is it time to move on? In today's episode, we'll help you navigate the intricate landscapes of change, choice, and new beginnings, helping you explore the pivotal question, when is the right time to embrace change and move forward in your life? You're listening to Real Estate Energized, where real estate meets real life. I'm Dill Ward. And I'm Nicholas Nascimento, and we are not just realtors. We're your guides to the world of real estate with a deeper twist. If you're thinking about moving sometime in the future, are already in motion with an upcoming move, or are a real estate professional who recognizes there's more depth to real estate than just a transaction, then join us on a journey as we unlock the real stories of personal growth that happens while buying and selling real estate. Each week, We'll bring you unique perspectives and profound life lessons we've seen through our clients and our own experiences. Let's get started. Do you remember that time I came home with yet another small kitchen appliance? You mean that uh, Instant Pot? It's not (laughs) at all a small appliance, like a little cutting operating thing or a little apple chopper? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I know it was our second one, but... I was just really getting into cooking and I I just loved having all the gadgets. And I also remember when we both were like, where is this going to go? Like this kitchen is so small and you had already made a makeshift metal rack in the middle of it that looked so cluttery, but it was a place to put all the stuff. Well, and to paint the picture, it, it was a really amazing 1940s, like crafty, cute chalet like English tutor. I think it was more English tutor. It was like this cute house and the kitchen was equally cute. It was very tiny. It was so tiny. There was like literally a half of a countertop. And it had that <laughs> weird bathroom in the closet where it was like, where it had that corner sink that was like a vintage. I know. Was- <laughs> and, and we loved it. And it's like, it's funny how you can love something. And then all of a sudden one day it just kind of erodes your joy you suddenly are really frustrated about something and it started, I know, with the kitchen and the storage issue. And then I was like, hey, the garage door is like falling off. <laughs> well, falling off. I, it, the entire thing was about like a gust of wind from falling over itself. It wasn't ideal. <laughs> I know. And this is the thing. You can totally love something and somewhere that you're living or some area of your life, this could really be applied in any area of life, but... We're talking about it through the lens of real estate. But then one day, something just changes, right? Even the neighborhood started to change. There was different activity going on that just wasn't in alignment with us. And I was like, that's it. We're moving. You know, there's something to be said for like awkward relationships with neighbors where it's like, okay, I don't think we can handle this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the one thing that you really can't control either, you know? No, no, you can't stop crazy. It just can't. You know, that kind of like indicates that the environment you're in, it can feel like it's static, but the reality is that there's so many different, there's so many different living situations. And sometimes like this even translates into like daily life. Like you feel like the situation you're in in life is something that's just what you're stuck with, but you can go somewhere else and have a different experience just as easily. Yeah. I think I've always been really good at noticing my discomforts or frustrations. I know that sometimes trying to get you on board or 
know, even through the lens of some of my clients, sometimes someone will come to me and say, I've been thinking about making a move, but I have no idea how to get my partner or my family on board with me. I would definitely say that I've recognized times where you've kind of like, you've sat there and, and you've you've said something and I'll be like, I kind of run a, a little bit of a tally in my mind. Okay, okay she's, she didn't like that kitchen idea with the appliance, but uh, let's see if it comes up again. And then like after I've heard it maybe once or twice, I'm like, okay, maybe this is a thing. Maybe she's, maybe this is a real thing that's like significant and needs to be addressed. So I have to like start getting malleable, like getting ready to get into change action to get mobile. Yeah, I mean, it definitely requires a little bit of influence to to set the stage for what the next iteration of, of life will be like. But I do love that most of the moves that we've made have been through choice and dreaming up a bigger reality, or not even bigger, but just a different reality. A lot of the moves we've made have been specifically uh, to solve pain points. Yeah. And that's a real scenario. Like I remember the last time that I had to move and it wasn't from choice. It was uh, like when I was a kid, we were living in this in this house that was on this cul-de-sac and we had all this fun times there. And we had a lot of like really interesting experiences as kids, but uh, we didn't know that the landlord or the owner of that house was in foreclosure and that they hadn't been paying their their mortgage. We found out basically the day they said they were kicking us out, we were like totally flustered and having, we had to make rushed decisions in a lot of ways, like being able to make the choice to move is a lot better than waiting for that decision to be made for you. A hundred percent. And, you know, so many moves involve very sad things, job loss, job change, death, divorce, so many sad reasons. But when you're in choice and you're in power and you're in making your own reality, that's like really living. That's really being able to dream up something that will serve you in a bigger way. And, uh, you know, that kind of reminds me of that, uh, the experience we had right, right at the cusp of the pandemic. <laughs> what was that? Oh yeah. When I started sending you listings and you're like, oh, oh no, oh no, here we go again. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's kind of a hazard of the job. We're both realtors. We pillow talk, kitchen, you know, remodels from listings that we saw. But I remember feeling like we were living in a pretty decent sized house in sort of a suburbia area. And we had these fantasies that people were going to come visit. They were going to stay with us and hang out. And it just, it wasn't materializing. And I just felt like, wow, we're paying for so much space and utilities and everything. And no one's, you know, no one's coming. And it had its own little playground, but like our kid wasn't really playing on it. There were so many things where like everything about this is exactly what we need. But then we realized after a while that it was kind of not filling all the boxes as well as we had hoped it would. And then of course I got the wild hair to say, wouldn't it be really cool to live in like the urban core and a swanky condo downtown and just live a more simple life, just get rid of all of our stuff and I remember being like, hey, what do you think about this? And you're like, huh? And, you know, I warmed you up to it. And then obviously we made commitments to move. And then, of course, before we even could make the move, bum, 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 it was the pandemic. Yeah. And every step of selling things during the pandemic was complicated. We had to like throw money at people and people threw money at us and we'd leave things in our garage and push it out on wheeled surfaces. I know this was like right when nobody wanted to go near anybody. <laughs> so we're about to move into a condo building with an elevator. <laughs> you had to like wear a mask from your front door down to your car. It was, it was the craziest times. 
But that's one of those things where sometimes decisions end up being complicated and you, you end up having to endure the change. And that's not terribly easy, but it is something that's like it, it develops that core of like willpower. I think you and I have noticed a pattern that I go through and, and you've learned to kind of accept, but it's like I go into this very energized, excited, daydreamy, everything's possible, let's do this thing. And then I leap myself into the decision and then you're on board and we're moving forward. And it's, it's almost like as soon as you get on board and we're moving forward, then I get terrified and start having all the doubts and just all the second guessing. Which, you know, one of the things you can do to kind of counteract the doubts in advance is just getting a lot of clarity. Like that time uh, we were sitting in that in that bar, uh, in that restaurant. Oh yeah, that was one of our first moves. I remember... I had this little ratty little purple notebook in my bag and I pulled it out and I was like, okay, I think it was like 11 o'clock at night in some divey little bar. And I said, we're going to move somewhere. And what are our non-negotiables? Like, let's dream up what would be so great. And I remember how basic those items on the list were. It was like parking, (laughs) (laughs) somewhere to put the car, right? Good light so that the plants would live a kitchen that we felt inspired to cook in. And and the list was just, you know, just kind of basic, you know, when you think about it, what humans need for basic survival. And I remember being really clear, like, okay, this is what we're going to go find. And I think we found it like almost instantly because we had our little checklist and then we're like, okay, this, 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 yeah, this is it. Let's do it. And, And a lot of reasons for why we knew it when we saw it was because we made the list of negotiables, the the needs and the wants. We knew when we were okay with sacrificing something. Like, I think we opted for a place that didn't have a second bedroom because the living room was big enough to be a guest bed if we needed it to be and things like that. But we could walk to our favorite restaurant. Yeah. We could go to like normal haunts, so they say. And I think that it's critical to to take that in part of your preparation steps. So getting clarity, but then there's other things to prepare for. Well, especially if you have a more complex life, you know, if you have a couple kids and school districts or you've got crazy travel and work and all these things, like life is still going on even when you're wanting to make a big change. So setting out a framework for a time frame that will support you. You know, that includes just like maybe even building up a down payment or or just building up anticipation of an oncoming move. Like I think there was a time where we realized, well, we can't move this month or next month. We can't move the month after that, but soon we're going to know if we can move and then we're going to like jump on the first opportunity. And when you're ready and you've done that planning and you've done that preparation and the Mental step is the only thing that remains in your preparation. I know for me, I know that it's the time when I cannot stop thinking about it. When it just won't go away, I'll go to bed, I'll wake up in the morning and again, I'm like, huh, I wonder what else is out there. And you find yourself just looking at listings or looking around, it just doesn't go away. That's how you know. And when you're experiencing that, you can you can hold that energy as motivation to maybe even find some adaptation in your mindset about what's in front of you and what your options are. Like maybe what your hopes were are a little bit off the mark. I also love how every time we have uh, switched up things, 
how it puts us in new paradigms with money and what our new expenses are going to be and what our routine's going to be and where our coffee shop's going to be and just like how much it challenges your brain to stretch and to bend into ways that you didn't even know were possible. Yeah, one of um, one of my mentors and uh, favorite inspirational speakers, Brendan Burchard, said that he likes to travel because like it's that stretching of the brain and that encourages growth, like the exploration mentality gives you that renewed sense of like, you can do it. You can figure out uh, a new paradigm. You can figure out how to navigate something you've never experienced before. But then the next phase of that is that like once you've got past your ability to adapt and your your preparations, now you kind of have to make sure you have everybody on board with you on what your future goals are going to be. Like the times you tease me with all those houses in the morning, you, you sit there and you say, I know what's happening. And I've kind of mentally resolved myself, okay, we're, we're going to move. But I'll, I see you've sent me like five places and I'm like... <laughs> Okay, well, this one says it's two bedrooms, but that second bedroom is obviously just a grandized closet. So that's not going to work. I know. It's so funny. Everyone is like the hotline person, right? If you're not in a relationship, you have someone in your life, some friend or sister. There's somebody you just can't stop randomly sending stuff to. It's like a cat meme and then a property and then a this and that. that. Like, But it's so important that you dream a little bit, right? Like you don't know what you don't know until you start looking and thinking. If you don't want to be where you are, the only way to figure out where you want to go is to explore and to to recognize that the discomfort you have is giving you an opportunity to lean into a new way of living. You have to find the right people to support you. You have to be mindful that the people that you're asking are not self-interested to keep you where you are. Like that neighbor who's like your best friend. And if you move like further than three blocks from their house, they're worried about like that you won't ever talk to them again. Like they they might have a little bit of a personal interest in you never leaving that house. (laughs) Yes. And I want to remind you out there that realtors are kind of like driveway life coaches. Like we love helping people just dream up something that's months or years away because it has to start with an idea. Like that's the thing. It's a process and you've got to get the key people in your life assembled as you're getting excited about something different. And then, you know, when you have somebody, it's also good to to practice communicating what your needs are and being very relevatory, being open about sharing like, hey, these are my needs, these are my wants, and then helping them understand how they can help you in moving forward through that process. And getting buy-in, I always work on like, so if I have a client comes to me and they're, they have a family or a partner or somebody that's just not quite ready, they still kind of like where they live, they're not, they're not dreaming up the big thing yet, I love to say, well, let's find out what it is that they want and they could dream about because you get their buy-in so much faster when you understand what could change to make. And sometimes it's like, you know, cutting back on finances or being closer to family or something that hasn't even really been discussed because it hasn't been an option on the table. But now that they're getting presented with an opportunity to dream it up, it's, it's really fascinating what comes out. Yeah. In a lot of ways, there are people who are in a position where perhaps they're moving from living with their own family to having to move in with a parent. 
or desiring to bring more community closer to them. So they're, they maybe are looking for ways to share their life or, you know, work on an atypical life situation. And it's good to get, to discuss that transition and to try and find people who are unbiased, like real estate agents who are motivated by you finding that next phase or by finding somebody who is purely just interested in you being happy. Yeah. And I think you really can't underestimate the impact of making changes. I know that for so many people, making changes is really scary and really hard, but just embracing your desire to make a change is so valuable. Absolutely. So there's this thing we like to talk about, which is like pursuing options. You know, that's it's an idea that there's always more life to live out there. There's more ways to set up your kitchen. There's more areas of town. You could live in a big house or a little house or this country or that country or this state. There's everywhere. There's so many choices. Yeah. Every single house is different. Every single neighborhood has a different feel. Every single street has a different aesthetic to it. And the more exposure you have to those things, the more breadth you have to understanding your own life. I mean, I remember one takeaway for me during the pandemic was how many people were making just drastic changes because they could suddenly, didn't have to commute to the office, kids weren't reporting to school. I was wildly impressed with many families that we, you know, sold their house and they took a couple kids and a couple dogs and took off in an RV and went to reimagine what life looks like. I can't help but think that those kind of stories in mind, that those are opportunities to really like give space for your personal understandings of the world to just grow and for you to, to give room to develop as a, as a person new skills and new emotions that you may not have had a whole lot of access to. Well, as we wrap up here, what are some of the key takeaways that we covered? Well, uh, we talked about acknowledging your discomforts as opportunities for growth. Basically, like, own your pain, <laughs> own your frustrations. Yeah, you know, call them out, identify them, give them some some amount of, like, value. Because if we don't, if we suppress our emotions, uh, then we just keep feeling more and more like it eats at us. And really, it's just like, people want to be helpful. They want you to feel happy and like you're growing. I think the best way to say is like it erodes your joy. And just some examples, like if you live in a place that's too dark and you're someone that's really sensitive to light or it's always cold or it's always too hot or there's just not enough space for the hobbies or the passions that you really want to pursue or the family you really want to have or whatever, like those are the things that you don't realize underline and undermine your happiness. And then the other thing is that it's critical to do some preparation, do some planning, research the area you think you want to move to or research the change you want to make and find out what the trade-offs are of that move. Like like if you want to move into a condo from living in a house, like you're going to lose some of the perks you had in the house and vice versa. You have trade-offs you have to plan for. And you have to prepare yourself by being clear about your needs. And develop a totally new level of resilience. Check out our episode on developing your resilience because there's going to be some setbacks. 
it's not a straight line through of an idea to execution. You have to rock yourself into place to keep going. Absolutely. And then importantly, most importantly, maybe is just finding the support and communicating if you need more or less help from the friends and family. Because let's be honest, not every friend and family is helpful. (laughs) Amen. But when you got somebody who you know is like rooting for you and they are, they're going to like be there every step of the way, you got to like lean in and let them know exactly what it is you need from them so that they can do the thing that they want to do as a, as your friend and loved one and be supportive. And as always, if you're thinking about making a move, we'd love to support you. Check the show notes for a bunch of resources and ways that we can stay connected. As we close the door on another incredible episode of Real Estate Energized, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude to you, our listeners. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate anywhere and need a great agent, or you are an inspired agent yourself, connect with us. We hope you found inspiration and insight in this episode. Remember, real estate is not just about walls and roofs. It's about the stories and dreams that fill those spaces. Stay tuned for more exciting stories and life lessons in the episodes to come. And if you have a unique real estate story or topic you'd like us to explore, reach out in the links below in the show notes. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep growing, and keep finding joy in the journey. Thanks for joining us on Real Estate Energized.